Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Yesterday I shared with you some thoughts on fasting. And we know from Scripture that Jesus urged us to fast. He said, when, not if. Many biblical men and women fasted from Moses to David to Daniel to Esther to Anna. We fast to bring about the kingdom's work to a greater degree in our lives, in the lives of others, as well as in our nation. We fast to see change, to see the hand of God move. We fast because we have that urge or that prompting or nudge from the Holy Spirit to fast. Jesus taught on prayer, giving, and fasting. We, we all know that we should pray and that we should give, but we also should fast. Secondly, we fast for revelation. Things are revealed when we fast. We get to know ourselves better, and I believe it draws us closer to God when we are fasting for the right reasons. And thirdly, we fast because there is an urgent need or crisis. The more we practice fasting, the easier it becomes. Now, how do we start this? Well, we can start small, skipping a favorite food or just a meal or a drink we enjoy, such as soda or coffee, whatever and however you want to do it, just do it. Begin today. Ask the Lord to show you what to fast for. Like Daniel in the Old Testament, when he was mourning and feeling sad and discouraged, he fasted. David said he humbled his soul with fasting. Fasting brings results. It is a spiritual discipline that brings strength out of weakness. In the book of Esther, we see a young woman who put her life on the line by going before the king without being sent for, which in those days could mean death if the king did not hold out his scepter. She was asked to plead for the saving of her Jewish people. But before she went before the king, she fasted for three days and even had others to fast with her. When she finally appeared before the king, I believe she appeared with courage, boldness, and confidence. Fasting prepared her to enter with the grace of God for the great cause of saving her people from annihilation. She might have felt insignificant, weak, and defenseless, but she was using one of the mighty tools of warfare, fasting to prepare to even have the courage to say, if I perish, I perish. Like Esther, it is important to know when to fast, not just why, but when. In the eighth chapter of Ezra, we see another appropriate time to fast. When the exiles were returning with Ezra, it is written, And there by the canal I gave orders for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before our God. We prayed that he would give us a safe journey and protect us, our children, and our goods as we traveled. For I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to accompany us and protect us from our enemies along the way. After all, we had told the king, our God's hand of protection is on all who worship him, but his fierce anger rages against those who abandon him. 
So we fasted and earnestly prayed that our God would take care of us, and he heard our prayers. What a beautiful story this is in Ezra. When we need protection or guidance, we can worship the Lord God through prayer and fasting. I truly believe that our Father loves and rewards earnest hearts, hearts that look to him first and foremost before they look to man. You know, there is a time for corporate fasting, such as the exiles returning and such as the early church. They made it a habit of fasting together. We know that the Jews practiced fasting twice a week and the Apostle Paul said he was often in fastings and prayer. I believe that fasting brings rest to our souls. When we appeal to our Heavenly Father through self-denial and an act of worship through fasting, He quiets our souls. Fasting brings about more trust in God. Psalm 131 is a very short psalm of only three verses, but I believe that we can apply this psalm to fasting. It is a psalm of David professing his humility to God. He says, Lord, my heart is not haughty and nor my eyes lofty and neither do I concern myself with great matters nor with things too profound for me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. Now a mother knows when to wean her child, and she knows when it is time for the child to have another type of food. The love, calm, and quietness of the mother is not withheld from the child in the weaning process. In fact, her care and concern for the child is even greater for the child in receiving a greater and different type of nourishment. So it is with us when we begin to wean ourselves through fasting from the food of this world. We draw close to God for we are looking into him to give us more and a different type of food to fill the hunger of our souls and meet our sometimes desperate needs. Just as the winged child learns to be satisfied with another food, so our soul should learn to be satisfied periodically by the bread of heaven. For the scripture tells us we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Fasting also gives us a clearer focus. For the meaning of hunger is ultimately to point us to God. When we hunger in the natural, we get satisfied with natural food. It lasts for a short duration, and then we are hungry again. God gave us wonderful food to enjoy. I am always amazed at this time of the year, the fall, when I begin to sense the aroma of all the wonderful spices that God created for our enjoyment. And with the holiday season fast approaching, we will ultimately, ultimately be eating more than we probably need. God created everything we have, all types of food to enjoy, but he didn't create it for us to indulge in to our detriment. Even when he was leading the children of Israel through the desert and he rained manna from heaven, they were instructed to gather just what they needed, no more nor no less. When we fast, if for short durations, our focus on food becomes more clear. 
We realize that we don't need too much, but just enough to satisfy our hunger pains. Fasting brings our appetites into control. And after all, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. God is not about denial or withholding that which is good for us, but He is about discipline in our lives. And the discipline of fasting is a wonderful way to refocus our priorities and to see the hand of God work in our lives. For truly, if when you fast, not if, but when, you will see that you have the faith you need to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. Never miss your favorite show again. For more than 30 years, KNEO has been bringing you great Bible teachers on a local and national level. And now, we've made it easier than ever to hear from these great men and women of God. KNEO's entire lineup is now available to listen anytime, anywhere, through our website. Go to KNEO.org slash podcast to see all the options. You can search for programs alphabetically, or you can select individual categories like culture, kids, leadership, or music. We even have a category just for locally produced programs, so you can hear from pastors and spiritual leaders located right here in the four-state area. And... All these resources are absolutely free. Kaneo's mission is to get God's Word in front of you, and this is one of the ways we do it. Give it a try today. Go to kaneo.org and click on the podcast tab to get started.